Welcome in to the Oak and Steel Podcast. It is a Saturday morning edition. This is Michael Cleary with my cousin Matt Sutter. How are we doing, sir? Good. I think I just saw a Chitty Point book. Yeah, he is. Uh, for those not watching on the um, closed circuit television, we have closed circuit television. <laughs> yes, uh, Matt is in his blaze orange, ready for for the hunting uh, season that starts. Is that today? Today's the day. They're out Today's there right the now. Day. I haven't. Well, I was gonna say I I drove in this morning and I didn't hear any boom booms going off, so it must be a slow start. Yeah, I I don't. I honestly haven't worn this jacket in twenty years, maybe. Sure. No, I, I don't. Know. I just found it. It's fun. I'm not hunting today or this weekend. Same. Maybe next week. Hard to say. Little little uh, venison in the meat in the meat storage unit. Yeah, I got other stuff to do. Same, same. So, well, how are we doing, sir? What's uh, what's been shaking? Hmm. Just that rush of it's November. The year is closing to an end, and trying to just get everything wrapped up, running around like a mouse, trying to hoard everything for the winter, and and. Um, uh, I think after last week, I think I'm ready to go. I think it can snow and do its thing, and I'll, I'll just wait till next year. Sure, I have not seen a walk around the shop since the spring. Yeah, yeah. And have you been out there? A little bit. I've touched my things. I've I've walked through and cleaned the cobwebs. I've I've got my mind set on what happens next when I get there. But other than that, no, I haven't really, I haven't really been there. I'm, I'm getting, you know, I had the big barn project was my whole summer. Uh, finished that up, went on my hunting trip, got back, been doing siding on my parents' house. Um, and that's done for this year. The whole front, the sides are done, the whole front. I just have to do across the back, and we're going to do that in the spring. Um, so... That was like a sun up to sundown the last two weeks, the couple days I had. So that's done. So I, I'll recap that next week. You'll you'll see that. And um, I'm gonna go work on my shop for a little bit. I think I'm gonna take this lull of of right before the winter comes. I'm gonna try to finish putting the tin work on my shop. I might even get to the front, do the stone work on the front. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's time that I spend time with my own stuff and start to get my stuff shaped up. And when the heavy winter hits, the heat's on, and I have projects lined up for inside the shop. So Very cool. Nice. Yeah. It's been busy, but quiet. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I find that like when I get into, like I'm going full bore on stuff, the social media, she she suffers a little bit. We don't do as much. Um, I just kind of, you know, put my head down and go, which has been kind of the, the thing the last two or three weeks. Yeah. We set a date this week for that next machine to go. So no, well, knowing how the old man operates, here's what I, here's what I proposed. I said, I think we'll be done before this. I, I really do. The guys have been cooking on putting the thing together and, I, we pretty much had all the parts and Ross and I kind of stayed on top of everything, getting it, getting everything made. And so I think, I think we'll be done with it by like the beginning of December. It's like first or second week of December. But I said to dad, 
ship date December 18th. That gives us a full week before between then and Christmas to you can kind of get things cleaned up. You can um, start staging for the next machine. So then when you walk in the door, whether it's after Christmas, January, however, kind of the we can we kind of let everybody do their own thing during the Christmas holiday. Like you you want to work during the week after, go for it. You want to take it off until the second, go for it. Like it's it's up to you and your family and their plans and what they want to do. So when people walk back in the door, whenever that is, I want everybody to be like, all right, here's what we're doing. Boom. Off we go again. Nice. Um, do you, do you feel as a business that, you know, as small as you are, even just a little shutdown at the end of the year, a little reset, does that, does that been beneficial for you at all? Do you even fill that in? Yeah, for me it is. So like I actually shut down the coffee stuff too. Um, I, I run the coffee stuff hard until right up until the weekend before Christmas. And then I'll shut down until the new year. Um, it helps me for a few different things. Like I try to clean up all the books and things like that and be done with my financials. Uh, cause I do, which is probably not smart, but I do my financial year end the same as my, the year end. And, um, it's just nice to have a quick little breather. Cause I like this, it, this is my crazy time. Like I just, I'm for those of you wondering, we're running 15% off sale on the Mountain View Roaster <laughs> coffee. So that's uh right now I can tell you, I have, cause I'll be in here today working on this. There are 14 orders sitting ready for me to, to get working on. Holy moly. So well, uh, it, it just, and then I'll, I'll have another big sale one more time because then the unofficial birth date of Mountain View is on December, December 1st. So we'll, uh, we'll be busy here. So yes, to answer your question, it's nice to have a little break at the end of the year. Oh, hundred percent. And that's kind of, I mean, I'm just me, just a solo guy and doing it full-time, part-time, if that makes sense. And I have a shutdown just to just kind of wrap up the year and and kind of like i just said like actually focus on my own stuff because i'm always running and gunning for everybody else and trying to meet deadlines and get projects done for everybody else and i built my shop in 2013 14 15 i took three years to build it and i'm still not done with it you know so it's just time to just finally wrap up some of my own stuff and i think that's important and i don't have employees like you do but um you know, officially for the books and just mentally, yeah, it's, it's a good benefit for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. It was, it was one of those things where I started it in 2019 and I was just like, we went, I was super lucky. I had Madison magazine do an article on me. I had the Mount Hort mail do an article on me, which I mean, the Mount Hort mail is just a local newspaper, but it, it was, it was one of those things where it's just like, there's this and nobody knew about me and I had just started and it was like, oof. and maybe that was 20, maybe that was COVID, the COVID year. So like everybody was buying local on top of it. So it was, I was, I was slammed. Um, so I just, it wasn't, it wasn't like a, I wanted, I just wanted some time off. Like I had to have some time off of doing this. Yeah. Well, good. Well, yeah. then we'll have to, well, we get a couple more episodes probably before that time. So we'll have to, talk about our year in review and and our goals for next year that'll have to be a whole conversation here coming oh, yeah. up yeah well and i was going to dive back into some of the things from last episode go on i'm oh, ready well we i mean the title of the episode was the grinch right so 
uh, we were talking about how the Christmas holiday and, and all of that. Um, I maybe caught, I caught a few strays from the folks uh, listening on the, on the, uh, what was the movie? I can't remember the movie off the top of my head that I don't, I haven't watched yet. I said it this morning and I can't remember it. What is the Christmas movie that's not a Chris Die Hard? Die Hard. Die Hard. Yes. So I had it. I had it queued up to watch it, and I fell asleep. Oh. So, <laughs> but but a little birdie came and maybe gave me a little bit of insight for you on some movies that are not Christmas related that you haven't seen that maybe we could get the people going for you on. Okay. <clears throat> a little uh, pen a little saga, a little saga named Batman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into that. What is going on with that? You haven't seen any of the new ones, like the Dark Dark Knight Rises, the Dark Knight, none of that? Yeah, Batman and Robin? No, 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 no. no. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, I'm talking like the new ones that are like out in the last, like, not, not the new, new ones where they got like Ben Affleck, but like the new ones where it was Christian Bale and there's the guy Bane and the Joker. You've never seen any of those. The last Batman movie I watched was a cartoon. Oh, Matt, Matt, you have got like it. I remember watching the, the Dark Knight Rises. So you got to watch them both. Watch the Dark Knight and then watch the Dark Knight Rises. The Dark Knight Rises. I remember being in the theater watching that and it was just like, I'm not moving. I'm, I will watch it again. Turn it on again. It was <laughs> that it was so, so good. I I really enjoyed that movie. So I, uh, I think. We both got some movie watching to do here over the holidays. And where am I supposed to put that in my time? That's what this little birdie thought is that you, that you might answer. I don't. This little little birdie suggested that, that you have got the time to watch some Batman. Here's the deal. I don't prioritize the time. Okay. Well, you need to prioritize. You need to prioritize this time because it is you will. The opening scene of the dark Knight is, worth it in its own with the joker and the guys zip lining into the bank like it's you need to watch them man nah. come on see if i can find the time okay, you you're reporting back on that and i'm reporting back on die hard i am not watching any of those movies between now and the next two weeks it ain't happening well sometime before the end of the year <laughs> we gotta uh, get your tv set up out in the shop so you can just have it on out there no that absolutely not and i you would never you would never do that no Really? Nope. I when I'm out there, I don't want that. I don't want that connection. Sure. I'm there to focus on my work and look at my hands and look at my tooling, and my hands in the tooling sometimes. Um, you With know, drill press incidents. Yes. <laughs> I don't need a TV screen. Like I would have maybe this time of year one up there just for background noise with like football. Sure. But I, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't prioritize that at all. But I also have limited wall space, so it's not like I can throw up the big screen in the shop and enjoy it. But sure. Yeah. No. Well, if you ever if you ever put the bar in like you're talking about, then then it's yeah. not a, you can't it's, there's no way around it then. There we go. Yes. I will catch up on all the Batman movies when the shop edition is <laughs> got the bar. Complete. Yeah. <laughs> so all right, well, Speaking of the Grinch and the Christmas season, I my little theme of the day today would be what's on your uh, what's on your Christmas list here, Mister Sutter. Yeah, uh, 
yeah, I'm getting to the point where I really have everything and the things I want are just scaled too high for to ask for. Yes. Yes. So gift cards and money is always the thing, but same, you know, they, that does, doesn't go anywhere, but I, I have run into some things over the last three, five years. And I hate this, but I need duplicate, triplicate of tools and everything. Mainly, uh, mainly because a lot of the tools that I own are out at the shop or in the trailer. And those are an hour away from where I live. I have the razor trailer and, you know, things built out for that trip that I pack and stow away and drive, you know, 12 hours away for, for that trip. So I have tools that I need for that. And I hate having redundant tools, but at what point do you not have duplicate because you need it here or there and they're never in the right spot here or there. Right. So this year my ask, my, my big thing is because I have a hard time <laughs> buying duplicate and triplicate tools is uh, some of that stuff like wrench sets, um, small tool sets, you know, $50 and under tool sets that are not of high quality. I want high quality stuff where I need to rely on it, but just to have a wrench, a spare, this, that, the other, you know, here at home, uh, in the shop, in the trailer, you know, just have them readily available because I'll spend well, more time trying yeah, to I chase mean, and remember what I need and don't bring it. And then I don't have it at all anyway. You, you 100% nailed exactly where I was going, at least to start this thing. So our shop, the each guy, has, like Charlie has his own set. He's got a big um, Husky toolbox. And then Ross has got one of those, I think it's a, like a U.S. General or a General toolbox and it's sitting right next to his. And then we've got kind of like a another toolbox in the main shop here. And that one's got just kind of a smorgasbord of like pittsburgh tools like yeah. just the, yep. the harbor freight special and that one is kind of a free-for-all right like I, anybody can grab one if they need it and that's what i use like i don't have my own tool set here um i keep all my stuff at my house because that's generally where i'm going to use most of my stuff and we've got the stuff i can just grab and go here well we've got a table over in the other building and the big Kimasabi, whenever he gets, I don't know how, he's a, uh, he's as type B of a person as you could find. It's like, I've got a 916 wrench. There's some table space. There's where it goes. And then like, he'll, then he's gone. And it, it, like, he might not come back to that in two weeks, but where should that 916 wrench be? Not put away in the tool chest on that table where I left it. Yep. And I'm like. I just cannot operate that way. So what I want to do is the, as I'm building out the roastery in the big space out here, I want to just get a nice tool set or like a new, like a, just a rolling tool chest and just get a set of tools that I can lock, put my stuff away at the end of the day, lock that sucker up and no one's touching my stuff. It's going right where it needs to because type A needs it where it needs to be. Yep. So that's where I'm going to is I want a tool set for home. That's where the DeWalt case can live. That's where the rigid rolling packout can live. And then we'll just, we'll just kind of class it up out here a little bit. Yep. And 
let's just be honest with ourselves and all the listeners, be honest with yourself. You're never going to have enough. It's just not going to happen because I have stuff here at the house that's just for the house. I bet you it doesn't just stay at the house, does it? No, that's leaving because I need (laughs) that too. (laughs) It doesn't matter. No. You know, but there but, are there are some things like that. If I got it for here, it would definitely stay here. Like right now, in the back of my head, we've got these. Um, I mean, you can get them corded or uncorded. Milwaukee makes one now. It's like a little kind of half inch strip sander. You ever seen those before? Uh, I think so. Yeah. And like the the band, the yep. it's like only that big. Yep. Um, but I just I want one of those in a bad way right now. I, and I'm not even doing much of the polishing lately. It's the guys that have been doing the polishing. But when I'm doing it, I hate like trying to navigate that cord. I just want I want it to be a battery powered. So, and that in those instances, that's where you probably just Merry Christmas to myself, eh? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I Merry Christmas. I Merry Christmas myself in February. Like I <laughs> <laughs> just oh, I could use that. I, uh, something I could use. And that's the nice thing. I suppose when you have a business, like those are, jo- those go in the job supplies, expenses and things like that. I mean, cause that's what I'm using. I'm, I use it more often than not here at work. Yeah. And I was, I was kind of really stuck in that mindset for, for a while here. Um, I, if I needed a tool, whether it's big or small, I'd be like, ah, oh, the business can buy that, you know? And I would, I would hold out for that, but in the reality, when I'm home, I just need I just need it, right? I don't care if the business has it, if I have it. I, I just need what I need, and it's not here, so I'm just going to – I just need to do it. And holiday time, people want to be gifting, and I need stuff that's, you know, within a certain dollar amount that's not a, a tool, a high-end tool that, you know, is going to live in the shop and not even be useful here at home. I'll leave those for that expense. And so sure. – well, I gotta say, if we're if we're making a list here, I uh, I have a couple pulled up on the old home depot right now that I would love to to share out. But you finish your thought there. No, that I think that was it. I where I live here, I have an Ace Hardware right across the street. So uh, if anything they, I need is always right over there. Um, are they what are they specializing? Are they everybody like kind of everybody? Or are they I do think they so. have just one one set? I know they have. DeWalt stuff over there, but a lot of it's the hand tools, even a shovel. Sure. How many shovels I got out at the out at the farm? I don't have a shovel here, so oh. I went across the street and got one. You know, yeah. I was finishing the driveway. I don't have a landscape rake. I do now. Nice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and someday, you know, if I get to live where all of my stuff is, I'm gonna have inventory, you yeah. know, duplicated. But I'll find use for it then there too. Every shed's going to have a shovel. It'll be great. Nice. So the, the big one for me right now, um, and I don't even know like why I'm so hung up on this, but I want one of those Milwaukee packout vacuums real bad. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know if it's like we got little kids and I got, I have that, the rigid, the big rigid corded one um, shop back. It's just a, like a big box basically. And I just find myself like, ah, drag the cord around. And I don't know if like with the kids and leave, I mean, my, that's on my Christmas list is someone to come detail the van because it is full of snacks, 
and crumbs and everything in between. <laughs> and it just drives me bonkers. And I'm like, I am not cleaning this. I'm not cleaning these crumbs up. Like these, the, I'm not dragging the vacuum out. Like I just, someone else can do it. I will. That's what I want for Christmas. Someone to detail the van. Hey, and I, you know, I run and gun and go all the time in my truck too. So that would be, you know, those sort of things are, would be helpful also, but you know, but yeah, detail the isn't cheap anymore. The Milwaukee guys, you just come on out there, just with the, there's no cord to deal with, light it up and get, you can crawl right in the van with it. And then I might actually vacuum up their stuff. It sounds ever, like, like, sounds like the girls need to be Milwaukee tool users here in the near future. Here you go, kids. Uh, I bought you this nice vacuum. <laughs> yeah. they, they, they've got a little toy vacuum that they pretend with. So we just, we're just one step away at this point. Yeah. What about uh, you? Give me something. Give me something that somebody out in the world could hear and be like, oh, Matt, Matt wants one of those. Maybe I should look into that. I'm you looking at I'm looking at this list right here, and it's as it's as simple as it is. Like um magnet trays from Harbor Freight. Okay. They don't have to be nice. They don't have to be, you know, good ones. Just it's two or three dollars for the little magnet trays. And I think there are a couple more for the bigger ones. You can never have enough, you know? So just magnet trays, dead blow hammers, any size, you, you can never have enough. Right. So that, those are, that's pretty much the stuff on my list this year. Sure. Bigger stuff. Well, we can go to Amazon and find some bigger stuff, but we'll fire it off here. Kimisabi. I, I find on Amazon. Right now, I'm kind of here. Oh, we got a wrestling match going. The old pups. <laughs> Are they fighting or is it a is it a is it a scrum? Oh, yeah, that's just that's all play. The there morning the morning wrestling match. Yeah, it's everybody's having a good time down so, here in the studio. Yeah, um, on Amazon right now, the guys because I like to try to help the guys out too because like I they they own most of their tools, but like the stuff that ends up getting burnt up like like a step bit. Those yeah. get dull after a while, and it's like you guys should. You guys are drilling holes for us. Like we should get those things for you. Um, so I've been looking at some of the step bits that they like on Amazon, and I'm gonna pull the trigger here. I think in the next day or two to get them a few of those coming in. Yeah, all my stuff on my Amazon list all have to do with a lot of it's mostly just business growth. You know, I got a list for sawmill stuff that I wanna that I have earmarked for you know, blade tensioner, uh, moisture meter, you know, a good moisture meter, uh, stuff in the shop, um, some spray equipment. So some of my next jobs next year, are probably going to be some painted, painted projects. So I need some spray equipment, um, some, uh, gauges, some, you know, dialer gauges to tune, fine-tune some of the tools and that sort of stuff. Um, some expendables. So I yeah. got two I got two things to bring up to you. Um, they both come from Mr. Sullivan. And <laughs> yeah. so he, number one, I started talking to him about chainsaws. And like I told you, those Canadians, I think they sleep with a chainsaw under their pillow. Because he showed me all the chainsaws that guy's got, and he has got a boatload. And he's like, he knows them all. Well, so I told him, 
because he's like kind of asking me like what I, I mean, I have no use for a chainsaw right now, but there <laughs> might be a day where I need a chainsaw. And I was like, if I'm getting a chainsaw, I'm getting one of the Milwaukee ones because I've heard pretty good things about them. But he, he says they're they're awfully heavy. Have you ever used a Milwaukee chainsaw? No, I have not. Okay. So he's sending me pictures and like, they're not cheap. Like, holy, like the one that he was sending me pictures of, I was like, that is like, it was like a grand. I'm like, holy buckets. I think that's expensive. Yeah. And, um, but the one I did have, I did kind of throw you under the bus with him because you must have been sent him uh, a caliper for him to test these, those files. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just sent him like the, the, um, the like micro gauge caliper that I have in the shop. Uh, well, how do you read? Okay, so how do you read those things? Because to me, I was like, that thing's a hunk of like a hunk of garbage. Like you can't even get within. Like I couldn't. I was just taking my best guess at what he was squeezing it at because. So the ones that I use, I can get down to and read, like to the to the hundredth, the hundredth, or the, 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 the I'm sorry, the thousandth. So like, if I squeeze it, I can read it down to it's point two five two. What I, like, and I'll know down to that last digit. Where with his, I was just like, I got no clue, man. Like the hundredth, maybe the the. <laughs> well, so, I mean, but for what you guys are using them for, you guys are just using them to check those files, right? No, it's it, I, I. What I have is an eye gauging dial caliper, and I just use it for woodworking. Okay, so Proofing you don't need joinery. No. Okay. He's well, he he just doesn't have the right tools for the right application. Well, cuz he he was needing it to because he wanted to make sure he was well, explain what that I mean, your your boy like I said, knows nothing about chainsaws, but what is he trying to do? He's trying to sharpen the blades. Yeah, so he has a um 12 volt uh grinder for sharpening the chains and they have a stone that's a circle that matches the arc of the of the chain chain tooth mm -hmm. and so they're really finite they're you know i think they're color coded when they first come i don't know maybe you just lost the organization for them i'm not sure but he was just trying to match the the file size for the arc of his tooth size cuz they're different right depending on the with the brand the chain like all yeah, that yeah all that yeah and I mean, worst case, he just re regrinds it to that file, and he just has to keep track of that. But I understand trying to keep it, you know, correct from from the manufacturer standpoint. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, well, I was gonna say I might need to get you in the to, into the. I, he was like, "That's actually a good idea. You could do a reel on on uh, how to read a caliper." Cause I'm gonna go for it. I'm not good. Like this one, I'm looking at it right here. It's a it's a 164 scale dial, yep. and the inside green dial is 0.01. You know, whatever, and yeah. that's it. That, I don't. So when you're squeezing, are you just looking to get to the nearest like sixteenth of an inch? Like, what are you or what are you when you're doing calipers? What are you trying to like? What tolerances are you, are you trying to hit? I set it for. 15 sixteenths of an inch. Sure. Final mill thickness for a three-quarter material. 
and I lock down, lock it down. So when I'm running it through, I kind of like check, check the width of material. Sure. And then the backside has the, the prongs that go the other way. So if yeah. I'm testing joinery, I cut the tenon this thickness, mm-hmm. flip it around and make sure that my mortise is, you know, that's all I'm using it for. Sure, sure. I'm not using it for machinist work. That's not what this thing is designed for. Well, as I say, that's definitely, I want to make that quite clear because like that is not, that is too far of a tolerance on th- to be, to be reading it for what the stuff that I do. Yeah. I, that's application, Jason. Fair. Okay. We're, that's, we're on the same page now, but I was just oh. like, at, at first I was like, I don't know how you're going to get to read it any finer than what, like than 16th of an inch or something like that. A wise man once told me. The equipment, when properly approached, usually functions. That also has to do with how you apply the equipment. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) So, Sullivan, if you're listening, we got to the bottom of it. Yeah. Buy more stuff. Yeah. I'll get you to the proper application. Fowler growler caliper. I don't know if you can get those on Amazon or not. Let's see. Well, you got to get them in Canada, Amazon. Oh, is that different? to them fowler caliper here we go let's see i and i'm not big on digital hate digital i like i like the old dial style here it is right here fowler caliper it is a cool 93 dollars 67 cents not sponsored not sponsored by the show but could be if you wanted to follow a rep (laughs) link in the show notes (laughs) (laughs) All right, what else you got for Christmas type gifts, Mr. Grinch? Are you have you turned the corner yet? Are you still are you gotta wait till Thursday next week? No, I walk in I walk into work yesterday at the station and there's a Christmas tree already. You're welcome. No. I covered it up with I didn't, but somebody covered it up with a sheet. We're gonna leave it wrapped <laughs> for Christmas morning and they get to unwrap it there Christmas you go. morning. Put a little bow on it. Is there a bow on it yet? I have to get one. But hey, I got a question for you. Here we go. So, so my birthday is on Monday. I don't, I don't get too into birthday stuff. Like I, it's like I usually work on my birthday. I yep. usually, uh, I don't, I like people will be like, what do you want? Like this weekend, like people are like, what are you doing for your birthday weekend? And I'm like, it's not my birthday weekend. I my birthday's on Monday. Like I might go to a restaurant and get some food. That's about it. What's the what's the birthday stance for you? Are you like it's my birthday week, or like it's my birthday month? Like what do you, how how uh, extravagant do you get on the birthdays? Uh, when I was a single man, I didn't prioritize it at all. In fact, I if Avoided I chose, it. I would prioritize it to work it. About the only thing I would do there is go to Dairy Queen and get a full-size sheet cake. And then just everybody that stopped by would just have ice cream sheet cake. Oh, yeah. Those are good. Oh, yeah. But now, um, Taylor definitely prioritizes birthdays. And and for good reason. It's It's been nice. I've, I've changed my, my way on that a little bit. It's not so much... Um, quite a full weekend we've we've done a couple of those where it's a full getaway weekend but now it's now it's a little more 
tame back. And it all depends on when your birthday is, right? Midweek or weekend uh-huh. kind of all depends. But we both of us got our surprise birthday parties out of the way. Yep. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But yeah. When, that's when been, is when's your birthday? You're a spring March. birthday, aren't you? Yeah, I, yep. say, I thought you were spring. Yeah, March. Grandpa and I are both in March. Nice. Yeah, I just I don't know. I I I don't like the light on me. I'm not a big I don't need the I don't need a show about me. I don't like to have people coming out to the restaurant singing happy birthday. Oh uh, like, yeah, no. Mm-mm. That's not my that's not my jam. So like we my big thing was I like to go down to Dubuque. There's a brewery down there called Seven Hills Brewery. Oh, yeah. And they have uh these boneless chicken wings with I mean you probably can get them bone in or bone out and give me the Give me the chicken nugget all day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, it's, they've got like this, it's rolled in the sauce and I enjoy, I enjoy that. I get a town clock beer and that's, that would be the perfect birthday dinner for me. I, I mean, I definitely would, will seek out like the big benchmarks, you know, the, when you're, and you're 40 in a couple of years. <sighs> yeah, probably. Um, you know, even like the every like five years, you know, the, sure. the whatever. But the in-betweens is just like, I don't know. I the I, I joke now. I kind of ask, like, how, how old am I? <laughs> I don't even remember half the yeah. time. I it's it's very it's very frequent that I'm like, uh, how old am I again, Tammy? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Do it. Can you do the math for me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just lately it's been easier because we got our 20 year and I'm like, well, if I was eight, I mean, I, you know, it's easier to kind of backtrack it for now, but yeah. there's going to be a day where it's going to take me a few minutes to get figured out what, just because I don't, I don't, I mean, back when you're like, oh, I'm 20, 21, like that was like, you knew how old you were, 20, yeah, oh, yeah. 25, like you knew how old you were, yep. but then after, as soon as you get 30, I feel like you're like, nah, I don't know. But life, life gets better at 30, I'd say. Like a fine wine. Yep. Yep. I, my biggest, like, because my birthday's in March, it's, it just feels like spring is opening up. Like, I just love spring. I hate this time of year, and I look forward to spring. So, sure, my birthday is usually the opener, the spring opener. And yeah. They can still be miserable in March, but it's not for long. Right. Yeah, so. and you get, well, especially if, like, the, whenever, the, it seems like whenever it's, like, the boys' uh, basketball state yeah. tournament. Yeah, they always say it snows during that weekend in in Wisconsin, Madison area. Yeah, soon enough, actually. it'll yeah. be here soon enough. Yeah, I don't know. I, I this is see we've we've passed over my favorite time of the year, and now we're kind of in that lull until we get some snow. Once it snows and the the lakes all lock up, that's when I start kind of being like, all right, I like this again. But man, at night right now, when you like, we went we went and saw went to the christmas lights to just drive the kids around they like that and um they it's just like there's no snow on the ground and it's dark at 4 30 whatever and so it's about six o'clock and we're driving and my my youngest is like are there people still awake right now like why (laughs) why are they still like why are there so many cars out like it's late uh you know i am (laughs) yeah so yeah it's, it's just one of those i'm i'm ready for some snow soon if we're going to, but just on, just on week, not week. I don't know if I want it on the weekends. It's such a pain during work anymore. I do, I do, uh, can appreciate why people would be like, I don't like the snow because it is a bit of a pain when we're here 
and we're trying to go between the buildings and it's snowing and loading the truck up and it's snowing. My biggest thing is I've worked in snow, either in snow as working in weather and working snow as as income or attempted income, and I'm just tired. I can get more done in, when it's not snowing. Right. So for me, I prioritize prioritize that like now as I run around and try to get everything done before the snow comes. Do you have to go storage locker at all? No. To get everything. See, we had to. We got too much garbage, so I had to had to rent a storage locker this year. Hmm. I think we talked about that. Yeah, I'm ago. To, I know. I want to thin the herd. Yeah. So that this would be my motivation to thin the herd. Yeah. All right. What else you got for Christmassy gifts, there, Mister Grinch? Oh, well, now I'm on the Amazon list, and now it's more more stuff related to. Um, business and uh tools should we talk tools yeah let's talk a little bit tools what's your tool tool that you'd like to have in um anyone i haven't bought yet give me the give me one that's on the list uh i do want to upgrade my miter saw i have three they're all dewalt's Two are just chop saws, and one's a slider, 12-inch slider. And I want to upgrade um, my shop saw, my dedicated miter saw for the shop to be like a a front slide, you know what I'm saying, where you can push it up against the wall and the slides forward, not like my DeWalt, the slide protrudes out the back. Okay. I have to keep it away from the wall. Sure, sure. Um, So an upgrade, whether it's... Maybe a Makita, maybe Festool. I don't know. We'll see. Whoever produces, there's like four major ones out there probably. Uh, Delta, Bosch, Makita, Festool. At least that's what it top my mind. What is that um, saw that Dusty Lumber Guy uses? It's uh, a radio radi- arm saw? Yeah. Those things look slick, man. Do you got? Could you get one of those? No. No, thank you. You don't want one? No. Oh, they look they look slick. No. I mean, they've I come a long way, but yeah. there's run up, like because the saw is like spinning sure. let's see, towards you and then you pull it. So yeah, old saws would have like a run up where if you pull it too fast, the blade would, would start to gain speed and come at you faster, you know, because uh-huh. it, it's just not it's just not ideal. And my biggest thing for, for my workflow. I, to be honest, I could really get away with out a miter saw. I really could. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause I could hand cut, cross cut, you know, rough stuff. You know, if I'm dimensioning long lumber into shorter pieces, I just hand uh-huh. cut it. And the table saw cross cut sled would really, you know, final cut production, final pieces. Sure. So I really you don't need it. Up. You can square it up once off the fence, and then you can flip it over and, and then go off the fence, right? Yeah, it can all be done on the table saw, which sure. in most wood shops, that's the the heartbeat. That's the, the center keepsake, and that's pretty much what my workflow is. However, because I only have one saw and I'm in a smaller space, I would have to, I'm constantly would be adjusting blade, changing the blade from ripped cross cut and on and off 
changing so much. Um, unless I was doing like production parts where I could run a bunch of parts all at once. So it'd just be talking, nice to have that. I was talking to Keith a little bit about production versus just custom because he's doing uh, Black Blackthorn Concept Keith um, is doing these toolboxes and he said mm -hmm. he wants to do he did one for his wife and he wants to do I think 10 total and then he's, he's like no more than 10 because then I'll get bored but yeah <laughs> uh, he was talking about you know if you want to make money and he I like that's weird the the theme was we we're talking production versus custom and it's like I don't know I just find so much more peace in my in my peace of mind knowing I've got stuff shelved because I did a production run and I can just grab and go, grab and go. And then I feel like not only are the parts, the parts are more similar from time to time to time. And there's, um, there's less variance. It's easier to be repeatable and make the same, the machine the same every single time. So I, I just think, I, I mean, that's not your, that's not your lane. I don't think that's his lane, but I just, I'm much more production mindset when I do anything at this point. Um, I'm kind of trying to think that way a little bit, um, especially this next year where I'm gonna, pretty much all my work is in the shop. Um, I'm trying to get some stuff like that built out for the laser. So the laser can just like, that would be my first employee. The laser can be doing its job making X, Y, Z. And I can be in the front shop making whatever the project is. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I don't want to do the trinkety stuff, you know, this time of year, it's like ornaments and, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff. So I don't know what that is yet, but, um, small scale production is what, is what I'm trying to just have some inventory on the shelf. And there's a couple of things I'm playing with right now that I'm, you know, doing for my personal use. Um, and that might turn into, if I'm making one for me, I'll make 20 more and have them on my Etsy and, you know, sell them one at a time, or if they all go, then I'll see, you know, just kind of track it small at this point. So that's kind of one of my long-term plays too, is to go, but I want to go almost the Amazon route. Um, we're going to use the stuff, whether it's like linear, like, so Sullivan again was talking to me and he was making, um, oh, what was he making? He was like a, a router that, like a flattening router table. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I saw him, you know, linear shafts, linear bearings and all that good stuff is what he ended up using. And I was like, well, I just want to keep the stuff that we have to use for our machine. I'd like to just buy a whole, I think I've told you that buy in bulk and then just keep it here and sell it. And then it, it's not going to, it's not like it goes bad. It's not coffee. It's not like, I mean, even coffee you can keep on the shelf for a while, but it's not a food item. So it's not going to go bad unless you don't take care of your storage area. But I just think the same thing can go for you. Make your parts and then or make your final pieces. They can sit. All they do is take up a little bit of space and you guys got to figure out your storage style, how you're going to do that. And then they sell when they sell. Yeah. And there's some, you know, I, when I got my laser, I never wanted to go full into a full laser trinket shop and, you know, shelves full of trinkets and, and no slight against people who do that. I just, that's not my, not my intent for my machine right now. I just want to be able to provide that extra personalized element to whatever project I'm working on. Um, but 
while that's sitting idle between projects, it can still be doing something. And I'm trying to figure out what that something is. So that was, that was part of the conversation with Keith is like you, these machines, cause we were, I was kind of just talking to him more along the lines of the thing he was getting the business for with the skill versus knowledge stuff. Yeah. And I was like, for what I do, it's the best employee you can have. Like it's at a certain point, it's once it's paid for, it's run, that's cheaper than any employee that you're ever going to find out there. You're just paying for the electricity and the wear parts. So, and it's, it's, it's at work every day, as long as someone's there to run it. And if I'm the one running it, then I can do like you saw me in the shop this week. I was, I was at the mill while I was water jetting and it's just, I don't know. I just, I'm such a big proponent of, of those, those machines because of the ability that I can just go walk to one thing, put a piece in, go walk to the other thing, put another piece in. Honestly, I, if our, um, Tormach wasn't down, I'd be able to run, I'd be running three things at the same time. Yeah. You know, my shop, I can stand in the middle and almost touch everything all at once. So I can, I can be on top of most stuff, but, um, but you got to run it though. That's the True. thing. Like you can't, like, it's not going to run on its own other than your laser. So like, I, that's why I think your laser is kind of a hidden gem of making you some money that you don't have to be doing it for all the, other than the first setup, sticking it in there, making sure your X and Y are in good sit, in good shape. And then off you go. Yep. Yep. And that's something I'm working on here through this slower part. And, you know, I'm already, past being providing anything for the holidays you know i should have been doing that a long time ago so do people come do people come and knocking at this time? i mean this would be the time of the year i would think people would be on knocking on your more than any if i had stuff made and posted and and advertised you but know, I just i'm not family. even doing that oh what family? family like you go to you go to thanksgiving and they're like oh by the way i wanted these cutting boards for denise well i'm not even i'm not even that far into it yet you know sure. i haven't even like my family has seen what I've done with it, but I haven't mm. put myself in front of my family um, in that space to try to get that kind of attention. Um, gotcha. Um, and uh, a little late in the show to get into this one, but you know, really gonna start focusing on some some marketing angles and um, changing some some ways that that my stuff's out there a little bit more. A little, are you gonna, a little heavier you on go Facebook. Google, Google and Facebook? Yeah, Google, Facebook. Um, just to try to start putting a little more product out there. Not so much of what I'm doing. I, You know, Instagram is always going to just show what I'm doing. But try to actually promote some marketing and sales um, based on what I'm doing. Right. But try to just take a different approach. I've been anti-Facebook for too long. It's it can be relatively inexpensive. So it's watch watch your YouTube videos because there's plenty of people out there that have done YouTubes that make it really easy to figure out the best way to to put an ad out there and then honestly to avoid just getting the Yahoo clicks because that's where it's at. You know, it's when someone clicks on the ad, that's money out of your pocket because that's that's when they start charging you. Right. Um, you can see how many eyes it gets in front of each day you, and you can see how many clicks you get on it. So watch your, watch those YouTubes. Cause that was a huge help for me to figuring that out. And I don't know that it gave me, gave us any more exposure. I kind of backed off now, 
but I'll, I might fire it up again here to start the year. We'll see on the, at least the IMF roaster side of things, but that's been, I was just, well, long story short, I was just trying to get in front of people just going straight to IMF because we've got Americans that are, they would just message the company and it's like, no, like we're the reps and like, we're not on their page anywhere. Sure. So I don't have any control of who they let me know contacted them. So if I was trying to get in front of them so that they couldn't uh, backdoor us and make a sale. And I don't have any, I don't have any idea of who it is or whatever. And I'm no part of it. So, right. but yeah, that's what I would suggest. Yeah. Well, I, I still have client work lined up, but the last two client jobs have gone into initial design and never made it out of there. So, um, I have three more to do, but we'll see, we'll see how those pan out. So 50 weeks might turn into <laughs> a wide open schedule, but what, I, so I don't think so. In my world, we call that a conversion rate. So like you're still getting, you're still getting your, your money for your time on the design, aren't you? Cause are you taking like 10%? I think is what you told me. Not, not to get it designed. Not quite at this point. Like, okay. um, both of those, well, the one job went to, um, went to vote on the cost of the project and it failed the vote. So that, that was the table project and that's just done. That's just gone. Mm -hmm. The pantry project that I designed was a really rough sketch. It just provided concept and the image. I didn't mm -hmm. even, I, I kind of built the design the, the modeling, the way I would build the cabinets, but not to the point where I could turn that into a parts list, if that makes sense. Sure. It was just to provide proof of concept option one through four. Am I in the right ballpark that that established some materials and kind of the framework of the budget? And then we are going to agree on that. And then I was going to take that 10% and finalize the design to the point of the, the build design. Okay. Um, and that, uh, family money, health, you know, I, she was polite about it, but it's just pushed off and whether that well, it, comes back in the spring, we'll see. I kind of know how so, those things go, but. Well, that's my question for you though. How do you keep people from being like, I, I mean, are you giving them pricing yet or just designs? Like, are you giving them any ballpark numbers? We were just going to go there and they, they put the project on hold before we even talked that. Okay. So I'm out, I, just... I mean, I'm out a little bit of time with design work, but I'm, I'm also growing that aspect too. So there, there's still a benefit, but, um, I like the design work that I did and sent them, they was just screenshots. Mm -hmm. So they couldn't even take my design and have somebody else build it. It's just a picture. It's no different than a Pinterest picture okay. or you know okay. a google picture it's just in a model rendering and sketchup that's about did, all they have did they like it were they like yes that's what we want and yeah and then they're like but we can't yes okay yeah and i get that you know that it's a tough time of year to pull a trigger on a big project and you know they were supposed to be till after the first year anyway i just moved them up because my schedule opened up and they were sure. thankful for that but it's just not the right time for them gotcha so I got to get designing two other projects, third one on the way, and let's see where those go. How do you, 
how do you handle that feeling when the time comes and you get that note? Are you like, is it like a, no problem, no problem. That's, that's great. And you know, obviously you're not gonna be rude to the customer, but like, but then are you turning around and you're like, Reza, 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 Reza. <laughs> well, you know, I wish that I had that 10%, which booked them in my calendar, which holds them somewhat accountable to that. Right. But I'm also in this, you know, I'm scaling into, I want to just get my own stuff done. I, I'm using it to my advantage. I, I'm not getting down on it. Um, and the next projects seem to be a little more of a sure thing. Smaller, which is nice. So I can get them in, get, get them designed, get them turned around, get moving into next year. And if they come back, then I'll put them in the workflow, you know, for next year. I can, I can tell you that is one of the hardest, my, like the hardest things for me is that stuff because it'll be like, they're interested, you know, how, Oh, I'm interested in a roaster, you know, how much for a roaster? So I give them the, and, you know, we, there's back and forth, you know, here's the pricing. Oh, well, how about this? Like, da, da, da. so we're back and forth, back and forth. And then it goes like Facebook marketplace all, and they're just like, poof, fart in the wind. Yeah. I'm like, you can't just, if it's not in the budget, I just need to hear that. I just need to hear you say, Hey, we can't make it work right now. You know, eh, we're going to go in a different direction. Like I just need, I need that. And that is not how people operate in business. No. Uh, at least the, and, uh, maybe it's a me thing. I don't know, but like the, drives me bananas to hear someone be like, and they're like, we're interested. We're really interested. And then it's just poof, gone. And I don't know if I'm just not executing with a closing, like by closing with them, but you can, I mean, you can call, you can follow up email, you can, what, like short of walking in their front door and going, Hey, what's going on? Like th I, there's some people that they are just gone. And I just, yeah. I, I just don't, that is not, I, that is not how I operate. If I'm, if I'm going to take someone's time and talk to them about something I'm interested in buying from them, when the time comes and they're like, Hey, are you going to order? Like I, if I don't answer, I feel terrible about it. And I feel like I got, I owe them like a, Hey, I'm just, you know, this came up. I just don't have time for it. Um, any of that stuff. And I don't know why people can't just, just give me that. And that's, so I don't know. That's maybe I need to talk to somebody. It's a veteran salesman about, more about that stuff. <laughs> Go lay on the couch, Mike, and have your session. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Dr. Uh, Hatch, Dr. Hatch, page yeah. Dr. Hatch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think that's just, whether it's an excuse or just the way things are trending, um, people are busy. I mean, this pantry job, I, I saw them in person. They were excited about it. I, you know, I, I said, expect a, a design and some delivery on my end at, at this point. And I was, you know, maybe about a week late on that, but I finally got it to him. And then I got ghosted for a, for a week and I was kind of like, Oh, you know, I, I haven't heard from him. I don't know. And then, right. you know, that I got, I reached back out and then got the, Oh yeah, we love it, but we need to wait, you know, I, uh, whatever. But well, I know I've at least you got an answer. True. You got an answer. So that's like, I just, I appreciate anybody that can even do that. Yeah. Uh, I've left people hanging too, mainly on like marketplace or, you know, like, Hey, I'm after this. I'm in then I think it's still there waiting for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's only so many hours and 
but yeah, when you're doing business and you're trying to work out deals, yeah, it's nice to get that closure. Yeah. We got one to the finish line this week. So that was a big deal. Nice. Um, it, it was a customer that we had done this big plant in Appleton and we got, they were, they're going to add another roaster to the, to the mix. So it was, it's a, it's a big, it's a big feather in the cap. So we're, I'm excited about that, but there's a few other ones hanging out there and just got to see if we can get them to the end. Well, we'll talk, uh, you let me know what you need off that laser and I'll get it for you. Yeah. Get a little <laughs> production run. Yeah. Oh, well, Mr. Grinch, I'd say by the next time we chat, probably be the middle. It's going to, this December is going to get a little crazy here, but, um, I would say by the new year, I need to hear about Batman and I need to hear about that, that movie. And you're going to hear all about, oh, what's the, what's the big line from Die Hard? Yippee ki yippee Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mother, mother yeah. brothers. Mother effa. Oh, <laughs> uh, so all right. Well, I we got some homework, and uh, we'll have to get get back in touch about that. I I, I want a, a nice review. Give me a. I want some notes. Mm. Cisco Cisco and Ebert style. You know, <laughs> yeah. not too many people remember that. Yeah, they're out there though. Um, gosh, can I be more like the the two guys in the balcony for the Muppets? Yes. <laughs> Sure can. Uh, I don't know. I I never did well with homework in school, Mike. You remember this? Yeah, but it's a it's a it's a. I think the people would like to hear your review. I mean, I think we're I think we're pretty much in the clear now. But I mean, I'm pretty sure your your homework got duplicated in the myth and myths and legends classwork that we had to do to get me through. Oh, I don't remember that one. Oh yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was a one for one. <laughs> whatever who taught that class well uh, we'll know when we hear it but i don't remember it, it was yeah. a a ma'am a nice miss okay but <laughs> i don't remember either that was, i just remember uh, i remember taking the class that said was myths and legends but i don't remember anything about anything with it i think the book was green had like a green cover but i, I it was like my senior year and i had to pass it to graduate and i did not care yeah well senior senioritis yep anyway all right my friend well i'm gonna go fulfill some orders and you go stay safe in the woods out there no uh, i'm gonna go spend the day in the garage i think it's time to get things wrapped up around here and kick some boxes in the garage and i gotta work tomorrow so i kind of pooch my weekend with that but yeah. no big deal well you can find mr sutter at first two construction on on the instagram and there's some a few youtube videos i think maybe not yeah, many. that'll be some winter homework for me can i do that instead can i yes, maybe you can do that out a video instead you can use your time to make me a video of the, the barn project okay complete we'll do that with way. audio audio uh talk like uh speaking over the video really class this thing up i got the got setup the right here for it yep yep so all right well so uh, if you're not already give the old oak and steel uh a follow if you wanted to i don't think we've ever asked for this but if you wanted to review the oak and steel podcast we would sure appreciate it 
and see if you if you wouldn't mind sharing it out. We do appreciate a couple shout outs to to Hatch. He's been really helpful. Uh, even the the working hand guys, working hands guys have been great about sharing out the the podcast. So yes, they have. We even get some mentions on their show, so that's appreciated. Yeah. Yes, definitely. So, all right, sir, take her easy. Let's. Uh, I guess I got to do the old uh, oak and steel out. See you then.